You guys uh ready? I am ready. I mean, we can't we can't start yet. The intro music hasn't played. Okay. everyone and welcome to not a scratch the only podcast that believes scratch is an overpowered move i am your host your gm your pm your dm anaru himself and with me trying to figure out why sharpie markers aren't always sharp uh it's me mansor with a new microphone so now i don't sound like i'm talking from the sixth dimension uh and with me i've got someone who wonders which michael invented the microphone it's me Mohammed. If you have any answers, please tweet us because I'm still very confused. <laughs> All right, guys, welcome to Arc One. If we want to count the previous thing as Arc Zero, this is Arc One. Oh boy! Wait, so you mean to tell me that everything we were doing wasn't even part of the actual story? It was the prologue. <laughs> see, no, this is the way I like to see it. That was all the Hobbit, and now we're about to get into the Lord of the Rings. So, yeah, except much shorter. Uh, oh, okay. I was about to say. I was about to say. I, I, I don't think I'm ready to strap in for three books on this just yet. That being said, would be a fantastic read. I might write that. <laughs> All right. Um, before we get underway, uh, there are some updates in the system. Uh, update number one we have mentioned before. Uh, we have a new mic joining us today with Mansor. Hello. <laughs> oh, is that? Oh, hi, Mike. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Glad you can join so, us. Uh, so, 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 Mike, what do you do? I, I record Mansour's voice in a much better quality than his earbud mic, and it allows Mansour to do things like ASMR. Thank you. I pity you and wish you the best of luck in not losing your sanity. <laughs> I'm doing my best. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, all right. Um. <laughs> all right. Well, there's the there is a update with the system that if you've been listening to the previous episodes, uh, you'll notice there's a difference. Uh, the out-of-battle characteristics, like tough and smart and stuff like that, they were originally 2d6. Uh, we have changed that because I wanted to add some different IQ skills to help boost those stats. That uh, We've changed that to a d20. So the idea behind it is that uh, a single-digit roll is a fail, uh, 10 to 14 is mixed, and 15 plus is full. Obviously still adding the modifiers and everything like that. This, this is more of a long-term play than a short-term thing, but I noticed that issue and uh, cleared it with these guys. They're cool with it, hopefully. You guys are cool with it too? Is it just yeah. because we continuously failed beauty rolls with our minus one modifiers? Totally, this is totally not the reason for that, and you totally should not assume that that is the reason. Uh, yeah, this is I effectively you guys getting glasses. Oh, great. <laughs> well, I, I it, pe people who know me personally know that my history with glasses and success is mixed. Eh, we'll see. <laughs> All right, um, <laughs> with, yeah, uh, so with that said, uh, does anyone want to give a summary of Arc Zero? Or I can do that if you guys want, because it's quite a bit. I think we should have the DM do it, just because we haven't recorded in so long. Yeah, it has been uh, quite a while since our last recording, so I will go over the entirety of Arc Zero. I mean, if you want to listen to all the episodes, cough, cough, wink, wink, I would. But uh, if you want to get the quick rundown, uh, I am here, so let's go through that. So the, uh, the story begins with our Machop, Ralph, and our Trico, Kyle. Both of them recently ending their school year for the year. Uh, and they tried out for the guild tryouts. After a lot of hecticness involving a test, a trek through a forest, saving a couple of their rivals from kidnappers, going through a couple of battles, and all that sort of hullabaloo, uh, they eventually were recruited by the Recruits of the Lost, which is a secret organization that nobody really knows about. Not even these two. Uh, the DM barely knows about it. So, uh, <laughs> um, the uh, recruits of the Lost have recruited them, and we have caught up basically to immediately after they said yes. So, uh, is there any points in them missing, guys? No, I think you covered it pretty well. Um, yeah. If we're waiting for my approval, yes. The, 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 this is an adequate 
synopsis. I like to have everyone's input in this, so <laughs> glad you had your input. I, I, I just like the excuse to use the word adequate. That is a very adequate response. All right, um, so let us uh, jump back in. So where we last left off, uh, Mrs. Quagmire had just agreed to introduce you guys, or induct you guys into the Recruits of the Lost, which uh, I should point out, the fact that Mrs. Quagmire said it means that she is likely a part of the Recruits of the Lost. Just saying. Oh boy. Whoa. Mind blown. So uh, she she goes and basically says, of course, uh, you guys are in now. Um, kind of, sort of, not really. Um, so here's the thing. Uh, while you guys are members, technically, you're more of in that probation period of learning the process and the system and getting used to the fact that the world is about to be destroyed. You know, so we're interns. Basic things like that. We're interns. No, we're pledges. <laughs> they are pledges. <laughs> yeah, let's put it this way. Um, so you know how when you get older and you go to college, there's that uh, fraternity sort of thing. Um, so this isn't quite hazing because it's a lot more dangerous and potentially life-threatening, but there are good rewards. We do pay well. We have insurance, um, dental. Uh, Wait, do Machoke and Trico, like, do they have teeth? We have dental if you need it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. Thanks, Miss uh, Quagmire. And then Isaac goes, okay, listen, we don't have time for this. Are they coming to the meeting or not? Oh, sure, sure, sure. Don't worry, don't worry. They'll, they'll come to the meeting. Uh, let's just go into uh, the classroom and better explain things not in the open. Um, fine, let's go. And the Vanillite, which... Do you guys know the name of the Vanillite? I don't actually remember. Now we do. His name. Uh... I feel like in a, in the previous episode he like said his name. No, I might be wrong. No, he was a very, he's a very secretive we've character. Never learned Isaac's name before. Otteru just now slipped it in. Okay. Okay. Um, shucks. Oh well. Uh, let's pretend you didn't know that. Uh, <laughs> oh fine. boy. All right. Well, it doesn't matter. I'm, I was probably gonna say. Fine, Isaac. We'll get him. We'll get them in as soon as we get to the meeting. Uh, and you guys learned that his name is Isaac, and I need to be a better DM. <laughs> Aww. I, I, I mean, like, we would have learned it eventually. Uh, you probably would have learned it in about three seconds. Also, cause... Kyle and Ralph don't have to know everything. They're kids. That's true. There's in-character and out-of-character knowledge. Very true. Whoa, Very true. is this a TTRPG? <laughs> I thought it was just spitting some... This is my new book, guys. This is my manga I'm actually writing. <laughs> uh, so Isaac just starts walking as if he already knows where... The classroom, or floating, I guess Vanilla like, don't walk, um, floating over to the classroom. And Mrs. Quagmire says, come on, guys, let's go. And she starts walking. All right, Kyle, we, this is our time. We're going to we're gonna join this Guild of the Lost, and we're going to save the world. Let's do it. All right. Um, I, I'm starting to have second thoughts, but uh, all right, uh, let's go. Yeah, you guys walk in, and uh, yeah, uh, walk in, you... Uh, go to her classroom you guys know where it is you were in her class uh so you walk in uh mrs quagmire goes behind her desk pulls out uh some papers and starts working on that uh isaac floats in in front of the the whiteboard um basically as if he's about to teach the class and he just looks at you too kyle kyle being the great student he is just uh quietly goes to a desk and sits down I'm gonna, as I'm taking a seat, and go like, "Hey, buddy, uh, Vanillite, you want to explain sort of what the deal is?" Well, first, my name is Isaac. Hi, Isaac. Nice to meet you. I'm Ralph. I, I think he already knows that. I wish we were meeting under better circumstances. All right. Um, hey, uh, Quagmire, do you have the? Do you have everything set up? I'm still working on it. Uh, you just explain it to them while I get everything straight. And she's fiddling around rushing and writing a bunch of stuff on paper that you can't read uh both because it is far away and it seems to be in a weird sort of different script it is not the normal poke language that you're used to uh i'm gonna say english because we are english and i don't feel like making up a pokemon language so uh <laughs> she's writing in not something that isn't english she's writing in non-english um and uh isaac uh floats up and basically says all right uh do you do you boys have a piece of paper pencil anything to write with right now 
no. Trico just like takes the stick out of his mouth and on the other end it's like a pencil basically. <laughs> so Isaac uh, floats and gives you both a uh, pencil and paper and if you need it and basically says, all right, listen up because we don't have a lot of time. I need you to listen very carefully to what I'm about to say and write down everything you can. This goes to both in and out of character. Cough, cough, wink, wink. Oh, uh, no. Write down everything. Write down, no. or if you if you have a computer, type it. If whatever those are, I don't know if computers exist. I'm going to say no. What if I what if I have a really good memory? Or use your very good memory, whatever works. I'll do that. <laughs> I think Ralph will also do that. He's gonna be like, "That's all right. I got a good memory." <laughs> He's just gonna sit and listen attentively. Kyle, in the meantime, takes the paper and is ready to write. All right. You guys have everything or your memory, whatever works. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's start with the beginning. So a long time ago, you know all those myths about legendary Pokemon and all that sort of stuff, and how everyone says that they aren't real? Yeah, I mean, I've heard that. I mean, I mean, we learned about them in history class. Um, I mean, I didn't know that they weren't real. I, I just didn't know what to think. Well, okay. Everyone says that they aren't real. Do you believe that? Well, um, there was this one time that I, I, I could have sworn I saw an Articuno. It was a, it was a summer, it was a winter morning, and we, we just got a little bit of snowfall, and I woke up really early because I wanted to be, I wanted to make my mom happy, and I was going to shovel the snow outside of our house, and it was really early, and I just saw this, this shape, like, fly in the clouds, and I, I could have sworn it was Articuno, and I felt a chill in the air, literally, and it was just... But I went inside. I was like, "Mom, Mom, it's Articuno! I, 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 I swear, I promise!" And my mom was just like, "Oh, honey, they're not real." And just went back to bed. And I, no one believes me. But I get. I think I, I'm, I'm. I no, I know I saw one. So I, I guess I believe in it. Yeah. And you, Kyle? Uh, I'm, I'm not quite sure what I think. Um, I, I mean, like. Like the the stories that uh, that Mrs. Quagmire told us in history class, I mean, they seem like a little like crazy, but also, I mean, there was one time that I was just sitting in the forest and drawing, and uh, you know, I, I I saw this Pokemon kind of poke its head out from under behind a tree, and uh, and I I, I kind of just started drawing it, but it, it kind of went away and. I, I, I tried finishing the drawing and then I looked in my history book and it looked an awful lot like Celebi, but I'm not quite sure because I don't know like if it's if it, I actually saw it or like I could I, I'm pretty sure I saw it. I know I no I definitely saw it. I saw it I saw it but like I mean it, it it just it was just the one time so like I I, I I don't know. So that's the thing. See, legendary Pokemon wish to be legends. Mythical Pokemon wish to be myths. They're trying to hide from the normal people because of the stories that Mrs. Quackmire has told you about how their power gets too big. They eventually end up destroying the world and all of that hullabaloo, to put it bluntly. But they pick a chosen few. They pick specific people to find those that have good in their heart, those that have a wise mind, a strong arm, and a, a need for justice. They find those people, and that's where the recruits of the Lost come in. Okay. So the recruits of the Lost are a group of chosen Pokemon by the legendaries. We've, we, the recruits of the lost, are the only people on in the Alcas region that have seen legendary Pokemon before. We've seen them once, and it's the same story as you. A hint where you just walk by and you swear that you've seen this myth just walk in front of you and disappear, but nobody else seems to believe you. Nobody else thinks that you're real. That's what we are, the recruits of the lost. We are trying to save the world by using those powers of the legendary Pokemon. So, I want to ask one more thing. Uh, do you guys know the story of the legendary items? Uh, was that the thing that Miss Quagmire was talking about on the last day of school? Hey, Miss Quagmire! Miss <laughs> Quagmire, hi, have a question. Yes, Ralph, you, you know she's still writing. Uh, was that- Very was, fast. Was the story of the lost items, or the legendary items thing, was that- was that the last? Was that the story you told on the last day of school, the day before guild trials? Was that it? Yep. Then yeah, I have heard it, and I, I swear I was paying <laughs> attention the whole time, and I definitely wasn't doodling in my notebook. I I was doodling in my notebook, but I was also listening. 
Uh, so Isaac just kind of stares like, what have I gotten myself into? And then goes, well, I'll just explain it very quickly. When the world was being destroyed ages ago, the legendary Pokemon took their excess power and placed them into specific legendary items. And these items were scattered across the region, making sure that nobody could access them. However, soon after they created those legendary items, there was a dark force that came into the region and was threatening to destroy it itself. So the legendary Pokemon had to choose specific worthy individuals to collect those items, bring them back to the legendary Pokemon so that they could fight off this evil force. That happened a thousand years ago, and it's happening again. Ah, oh man, well, what are we going to do about it? Wait, wait, wait. You're, you're telling me that there's, there's a dark force coming? Yep, in one year's time. How do you know? Our leader, he's seen it. How, how, how do you, if it's dark, how do you see it? <laughs> Wait, are you saying dark like, like night or dark like evil? No, like it's, it's a dark force, right? This, this is Kyle showing he doesn't have all of the answers. <laughs> a dark evil force, the bad guys. So the boss knows where they are? That's the thing, the items like legendary Pokemon, tend to disappear and reappear at random times. It's very good when the bad guys are trying to find them. It's not so good when the good guys are trying to find them. So, so do, do we, do, but, so we don't know where the legendary items are and, and the bad guys are coming and we do what? Here's the thing. We don't know who the other members of the recruits are, which is a slight issue when the bad guys are coming and they're already here. Seems like your organizational framework is pretty flawed. It's worked for a thousand years. I don't think it's that flawed. Oh, oh okay. I'll shut up. Keep going. <laughs> there was this one... Oh, gosh. There was this one guy that I know he was... He was around this area. Some... Uh, it was a Skarmory. Uh, was it in the forest? The, the tiny forest? Mrs. Quagmire all of a sudden pops up. Wait, you, you mean that there were Pokemon besides the participants in the forest well well yeah i mean we we fought uh we fought a skarmer well wait hmm, i revealed it a little bit too early we fought a skarmory and we also fought um a shuppet and they were like wild and rabid and yeah but we the the pat rat and i the pat rat and i that the, the sat examiner remember him yeah yeah uh we went into the forest before and cleaned it out there shouldn't have been any other pokemon in there well, I guess you missed a spot then, because we we fought two of them—not just one, but two Pokemon in the forest. Did, did, did uh, Isaac were were these Pokemon when you when you when you when you said Skarmory? Is this a good guy or a bad guy that we beat up? Wait, you you won against the Skarmory? Well, yeah, I I focused my energy and then I kicked him really hard to the point where he was knocked out. <laughs> he looks impressed and then turns to Mrs. Blackmire. So these guys are actually pretty good. He turns back to you and says, Yeah, Skarmory is one of those bad guys. He's trying to find the legendary items. Although, I guess instead of that, he was trying to find more recruits of the lost, probably. And he tried to find the legendary items at school? I don't think he was looking for the items. I think he was looking for recruits that were going to join the recruits of the lost. Specifically uh, you two. Oh, I see. All right, well, on the bright side, you won. On the downside, they know what you look like, so that's not great. But oh. but at that point, we could have joined any other guild, uh, or, or or no guilds. How how did they know that we joined? I think, and hear me out, because I don't know if this is necessarily great, but the only way that they could have noticed is if there's a spy in our organization, which is another reason why we're calling people in, specifically you two new recruits in. Oh, no, so... Uh... Do you, do you have any information about who that spy might be or any leads or is it just speculation? So, and he turns to Mrs. Quagmire giving her like a, are you ready yet? And Mrs. Quagmire basically gives the impression that she's got like a minute left before she can go. All right. So I'll mention this really quick. So uh, long story short, before we get into our meeting, uh, we have one year before the bad guys come and take over. There's a spy in our organization. It's one of the members of the recruits of the lost, which is why we've got to find everybody bring them together, and then basically be like, well, you're not the bad guy. You're not the bad guy. You are. Get out of here. Beat him up. You know, 
Take the dub. Let's go. Okay. Uh, Aru, Aru. What's up? We, uh, so, 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 so you're saying that there's someone who's uh, who's who's kind of doing an inside job. Well, Isaac is saying there's someone who's doing an inside job on the other recruits of the loss, right? Correct. And, and it is a Pokemon. And it is a Pokemon. Just, 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 just for future note, is this Pokemon perchance a Diglett or a Drillbur or some other mole? Uh, <laughs> if I refuse the answer on the grounds of this technically... On the uh, grounds! Brooms! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you guys are nuts. I- I, I simply aim to cause chaos above game. In, in game, Kyle is very tap. Very tap. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, let's get back into this. Uh, tensions rising, and Kyle or outside Kyle makes a joke. I suppose. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle in his head was thinking this, <laughs> but just just, just is he has too he has too much tact to say anything. I, on the other hand, <laughs> have a microphone and a platform. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so basically, uh, do you guys get the gist? He looks like frantic at this point. Yeah, we got it. We got it. Yeah, um, it, it, it's just weird, it's scary, but it, may, it makes sense. Okay, if you have any questions, you're gonna ask the boss, and he motions to you to come up to Mrs. Quagmire, and he goes behind her. Okay, we we go up to Mrs. Quagmire. Okay, uh, Mrs. Quagmire says, "Okay, um, this this won't hurt a bit. Uh, I just want you to close your eyes." And think very, very hard about that piece of paper that we gave you before. Okay. You ready for this, Kyle? Kyle already has his eyes shut. <laughs> I guess I'm just talking to myself at this point. Okay. And I close my eyes. Okay. You closed your eyes and you feel yourself, despite standing still, you feel yourself shaking a little bit. And then you both open your eyes and you're in the hallway. Did we just teleport? What? What? what, what huh? Where are we? Are Miss Quagmire or Isaac around? Uh, they are not there. What the D- heck? D- Kyle just very quietly is like scanning around, try to like peer into the classroom and see if he sees uh, Miss Quagmire and Isaac in there. Uh, so I want you both to roll a perception check. So that is beauty. Okay. So we still. So now you roll a d twenty as opposed to two d six. Yes, but the uh, same modifiers and all that. So it's beauty, right? But still zero. Yep. All right. Fifteen. Minus one. Uh, all right, I got a ten. Okay. Uh, a fifteen means that uh, Ralph sees everything. Uh, because one of you got a full success, I'm just going to give it to you as if both of you got it because it's not that tough of a situation that we're in. Teamwork makes the dream work, baby. So what you see uh, is a hallway. On the left-hand side is orange. And on the right-hand side, it is green. Like, the walls are orange and green. Uh-huh. Um, immediately where you're standing right now, uh, Ralph, you are standing to the left of Kyle, and it's you two just standing next to each other. And you see there are six doors on both sides, each one with a special symbol on them. So uh, you can see that of these six doors, uh, or, sorry, of the 12 doors in the hallway, five of them are open. The two on the ends on the left-hand side and the two on the ends on the right and one in the middle. Okay, so there are 12 doors in this hallway. One side of it is green, the other side is orange, correct? Yes. The side Kyle's on is green, the side Ralph is on is orange. Correct. And then five of them are open. Yep. And they all have symbols on them. Correct. Okay. Well, in that case, are, are, are there, like, the, the closed doors, can you like still see through them? Because like, in, like, in a school, for example, like some doors have like that sort of little window. They can look inside. Um, uh, these doors are full-fledged, can't-see-through-them doors. Okay. They're they're nice oak. Let's go with that. Okay. Uh, I was hoping for more of an elm, or perhaps birch. Maybe juniper. All right, so you guys you guys are currently just standing there right now, so. Ralph, um, when you were having that, 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 that dream before, when we were trying to figure out what to do about the guild, um, uh, oh, yeah. weren't you in a hallway? I was. That's why they told us to think about that piece of paper dream. Okay. Wasn't wasn't your hallway orange? Mine was orange. Yeah. And yours uh, was green, um, right? Uh, um. Yeah. Uh. M- maybe. Maybe we each have to kind of kind of see what's happening on our side of the hallway. Maybe. Yeah. Sure. I think 
I remember we, we kept walking in the dream we walked down I, or at least for me I walked down the hallway and then I think I made a left and then there was like a joint someone said join us I think that's what happened so maybe we should just try reenacting what happened in the dream I, th I, th I think I, I went to the right okay well let's try that so we're we're gonna try that okay uh so uh as you walk um the first door you see to the left and to the right on the left it has a picture of a machop on the right the first door has a picture of a trico that sounds that's us it, should should we go through these doors you think let's just go in yeah you go into the to the trico one and i'll go into the machop one and we'll see what happens okay okay so we do that uh, you each go in, and both of your rooms are exactly the same, outside of the fact that the colors are different. So, Ralph, yours is orange, Kyle's, yours is green. Is there anything, like, in these rooms, or any sort of noticeable item, or anything? Uh, there is, in Ralph's room, in the center of the room, there is a baseball cap. In Kyle's room, there is a really expensive-looking drawing pencil. Ooh, I love hats! <laughs> and I run inside, and I pick up the baseball cap and put it on my head. But backwards, because Ralph was cool like that. Is is this is this Ralph from the Magic School Bus? <laughs> I have not watched the Magic School Bus, but maybe. Uh, Otter is picking up what wait, I'm putting what? down. <laughs> wait, 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 what? It's okay, we know Mansour's uncultured. Oh or at my least gosh. I do this. Not that I was terrible. Nah, you, you are a man of culture. Meanwhile, Kyle just kind of picks up the picks up the pencil and kind of just starts fiddling around with it, looking at it. I will say this baseball cap and this pencil are both things that you already own, like they were in your house and somehow they're here. That that that's that's why Kyle is kind of inspecting it. He's like, wait, hmm, hold on, why is this here? <laughs> What's it, what is this? <laughs> All right, and and then Kyle decides to kind of just leave it where it was and leave the room. Yeah, Ralph is gonna, like, after putting on the hat, he keeps the hat and he walks out of the room as well. Okay, uh, you walk out and you're back in the hallway staring at each other at the first doors. Kyle, look! I got this cool hat in this room, in my room, and gosh, I'm so happy to have it! I, I, I think I've seen you wear that hat before. No, this is a different one. This is cooler. Oh, mm, okay. Um, I, the, my room was empty, but, but, but my, my favorite pencil was in that room. I don't know how it got there. Ah. Uh. And I know it's mine because I I, I kind of sometimes chew on the end of it, and and, and, and I saw my teeth marks on it. It's kind of gross. It's wood. It's fine. Oh, okay. Whatever. I'm not gross. You're gross. Okay. I didn't say you were gross. I said that that activity. Okay. You know what? We'll talk about this later. Um, okay. Let's, let's keep moving. <laughs> what else is in the hallway that is of notice? Uh. So. There's nothing if you unless you want to keep walking down the hallway. Let's keep walking down the hallway. You guys walk down the hallway, uh, and I'll I'll explain how it is because I, I are you guys gonna walk all the way down to the end of the hallway or stop anyway? I'm walking all the way down to the end because that's what that's what the dream was. You just kept walking until you reached the end. Yeah, Kyle, Kyle's gonna just kind of follow along and do the same. Okay, so uh, I'll explain how it looks as you go along. So uh, at first, of course, you saw uh, on the left it was a machop, on the right is a trico. So, as you keep walking down, you see, on the left, Regigigas. On the right, Regirock. Then you walk to the next set. Giratina on the left, Palkia on the right. The door with Palkia is open, and you see Mrs. Quagmire's classroom, but she's not in there. Weird. You keep walking, and to the left is Yveltal. On the right is Xerneas. Walk one more. Zekrom is to the left. Reshiram is to the right. You walk to the final set. On the left is Kyurem. And it's open, and it looks like a like a, it looks basically like an avalanche cave sort of thing. And on the right, it has a picture of Mew, and the door is open, with just a pink void right there. That is really weird. Uh, um, in, in in your dream, you walk in, you 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 take a left and go walk into the room, right? In my dream, you take a right and walk into the room, right? I think so. Yeah, okay. Um. Yeah, I, I, I think we should do that and, and, and see see what's in these rooms, okay? You you, you check out the Reshiram room, and I'll check out the Mew room. Okay, let's do that. So we do it. Uh, Ralph is checking 
Ralph, you're you're checking out the uh, Caillou room. Room that's someone on the left. Oh, yes, sorry, Caillou room. room, not Rush room. My bad. Uh, so you go inside Caillou room's room, and there's just a lot of snow. That's about it. It looks like a cave, like a, a place you could easily live in, but it is cold as heck. Uh, is there anything in here that's useful to me, <laughs> or just cool or interesting, uh, noteworthy? I mean, there's a lot that's cool. There's a lot that's cold. <laughs> there, it is. It is very cold. It's very cool, but it is nothing of interest. Okay, then I'm just gonna walk back outside because it's really, really cold. Okay, so uh, you walk back outside. Uh, I don't even think Kyle has walked into his room yet. He's about to walk in, and then you just pop back out, freezing. Yeah, it's really cold. And there's nothing important in there. You should go into the room. Go. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Hello, this is Anaru, the GM, PM, DM of Not A Scratch, wanting to thank you for listening to the first episode of Arc 1. As always, future episodes come out on Tuesdays, so be sure to follow us, subscribe, and do all those important things that you need to do. If you've enjoyed the episode and want to support us in any way, shape, or form that you can, the best way is to share us with everybody that you know, building our community and making the Alcus region even larger than before. Also, leave us a review on your podcasting platform. Reviews help to bring new people into our community and also give us advice on what we can improve on in the future. You can also follow us on Twitter at NotAScratchCast or email us as well at NotAScratchCast at gmail.com if you have any cool ideas you want to add to the podcast or just want to reach out to us. We want to thank GlitchX City for the songs Kirby's Dreamland, the Lo-Fi Remix, Pokemon Heart Gold and Soul Silver Route 47 Remix, the Pokemon Halloween Mix, Pokemon Gold and Silver Ice Path Remix, and the Pokemon Center-themed Lo-Fi Lullaby Remix. We also want to thank Tabletop Audio for the songs Shadowfell, Ice Cavern, and The Temple Garden. With that said, let's see what's behind that void. You walk into the room, and when you walk in, you see that you're outside, and there's a little uh, pavilion with a few Pokemon sitting there, and you notice that it's Isaac, Mrs. Quagmire, and then this weird yellow and brownish Pokemon that you're not 100% sure what it is from this distance. But they kind of wave they kind of wave you over, and Mrs. Quagmire is basically looking like, where's the other one? Kyle turns around like and looks through the door and like motions for Ralph to follow and starts walking over. Ralph, you see a, a Trico hand basically appear out of this void and kind of motion you in. All right. <laughs> Let's walk inside the door. All right, so you walk in and you see the same sort of outside. It's almost like a like a backyard of a very big house, but no house, just just the backyard with a pavilion in the middle. Okay. Pavilion. Is that the name of it? Is it a pavilion or whatever those little like I think of like when you get married, that sort of well like, it, like structure. A, a pavilion's like, a bigger one. It, I think what you're thinking of is a gazebo. Oh, that's it. Yes. Uh there's I was a just gazebo. Saying pavilion there. like carnival pavilion. Yeah, yeah. So there's a there's a gazebo there with a the table and three Pokemon are there. You recognize two of them as Mrs. Quagmire and Isaac. And there's a third one, but you can't tell what it is from this distance. I mean, Kyle's already like making his way over. I don't know what Ralph's doing. Ralph's gonna follow pursuit. All right, so you get over there and uh, he, the Pokemon motions for you to sit down. Uh, you still can't tell what it is, despite being right next to you. It's almost like there's this weird fuzz that's in front of it that you can't tell what it is. But you do recognize that this is the same fuzz that said join us in your dream. Oh, hi. It's you. I, Kyle turns to Isaac and Squagmire and goes, is this the boss? Yeah, this is the, the boss, our leader. Adam, just get rid of the code already. And Adam, who is fuzzy boy over here, uh, snaps his fingers once, takes off his mysterious fuzzing thing, and you notice it's an alakazam. Whoa! I love alakazams! You got a really cool spoon thing going! Yeah, I, uh... I think spoons are useful at times. <laughs> yeah, like for eating cereal! Anyway, um, <laughs> so you're the boss of this whole shindig. He smiles a little bit and is just like, yep, that's me. Cool. Hi, I'm Ralph. I guess if we're introducing ourselves, I'm Kyle, but I'm guessing you already knew that. <laughs> he he kind of like looks at you like, yeah, this one's this one's a smart one. He understands my powers already. That sort of that sort of feel. 
<laughs> and he basically goes and says, Yep, that's, uh, that's me. Now, uh, you understand why you're here, right? Well, we're, we were told by Isaac and Miss Quagmire that we were here to save the world, and we were also here because there might be a spy in, in, in this organization, and there's a meeting of some kind, but that's about it. Well, well, at the very least, uh, here we are at the meeting. This is the five of us, right now. There's more of us that are spread across the region that we're probably going to, after the meeting, split up and find, but this is our meeting group right now. These are the five members of the Recruits of the Lost that we've identified and brought to our meeting location here. Okay. Quick question. Where exactly are we? He kind of gives you a wry smile and says, well, that's an interesting question. We are neither here nor there. We're in the past, the present, the future. We're in all of space, all of time, and yet in none of space and none of time. I don't follow. Do you have like a map or something? I really don't understand what that means. <laughs> he he kind of gives a like a belly laugh. And <laughs> My young boy, this this is the legendary's realm. This is the plot of land that the legends reside upon when they aren't trying to change things on Earth. This is their dominion. This is where we are. So we're in Mewtwo's house right now. We're living. Not Mewtwo. Sorry. We're in Mew's room right now. We're just meeting in his crib, is that what's going on? The rooms are ours, so this is my place. As the leader of the Recruits of the Lost, I have access to the Legendary's Dominion, though my door is always open for anybody to come in. The Mew on the front represents our code names. So I am Mew. He points at Mrs. Quagmire. So uh, Mrs. Quagmire, who you may know, uh, of course, is Palkia, and points at uh, Isaac. And Isaac, of course, is Kyura. Okay, so back back in the hallway, there was just like there was just a Trico, and does that mean I'm just Machop and Kyle's just Trico? Well, that depends. Do you want a code name of your own, so a legendary Pokemon that you can go by? That'd be kind of cool. I like that. I I I mean, sure. I guess if we're gonna be doing this whole thing, we might as well. He closes his eyes. And when he closes his eyes, he opens them again, and he notices that his eyes are like purple. Blinks once, his eyes goes back to normal. I get the feeling that uh, Ralph, Terrakian, and Kyle, Verizian. Uh, oh, I, I, I like Verizian. And I'm cool with Terrakian. And uh, he, he almost like does a casual like flick of the finger. And you you can somehow feel that your symbols have changed on your doors. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say something, and I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, if you have any questions for me, feel free to ask them, or I can send you back with your first task. I mean, my only question was going to be, what is it we're supposed to do now? But if, if we have task lists, then uh, uh, is, is, is this kind of like homework? Sure, if by homework you mean you're doing it away from home, then yes. Yeah, let's get our first task then. Alright, so you two have to find out... Well, here's the game plan. Us three, and he points at uh, Mrs. Quagmire and Isaac. Us three are going to go try to find the remaining members. Now, that piece of paper that we have, only us, only we have this. So we're able to know when a new member is recruited, when we find new people, we can sense if somebody is near a legendary Pokemon, that sort of thing. So we'll use that to try to find the other members. Your goal, and this is a hard first task, but you've got to find some lead of these legendary items. We need to find them. Well, that's pretty hard. Do, do we have, do you have a starting point to go off of? Because I'm, I just, I'm 10. I don't know if you've noticed, but... Kyle and I don't have much world experience, and so we're kind of going to need some help Some help here. I will say this, that the legendary items tend to appear nearby members of the Recruits of the Lost as a way of almost guarding over it. And the fact that three of you were located at Thunder Tree City before Isaac came and basically picked you guys up, there's bound to be an item near you. So you're just saying we'll just happen upon it soon? 
Not quite. While I say that they're near, they're not right next to you. I'd recommend checking in areas that are heavily guarded. Like, uh, is any looks to Mrs. Quagmire. Isn't there a like a huge forest nearby? That'd be a place, or uh, islands, or snowstorm areas. You know, things things that provide a natural sort of barrier. Look at those areas. Did, do we do we know what it is we're we're looking for? Like, what what are these items? So there are a few different ones, and here I'll give the list of them right now, as I pull up my list, which. Gotta find the page number. <laughs> okay, so so there are a few different items that you could be looking for. So there's the aqua monica, the fiery drum, the grass cornet, the ice flute, the icy flute, the rock horn, the sky melodica, or the terra symbol. All of these are different sort of musical instruments as you get to uh, legendary Pokemon or big bands of music. Okay. Kyle just kind of nods, just like, okay, makes sense. All right, makes sense, yeah. Uh, both of you guys roll, um, what would it be? Both of you guys roll smart. I think that would probably be it. Oh, Trying boy. to remember something. Minus one. Let's see. 14 minus one is 13. Okay, since uh, one of you got it, we'll go with that. Um, so you guys know very well about the area around Thunder Tree City. Uh, through experiences of your parents or elder siblings or something like that. So you do remember uh, one of those guilds. You distinctly remember the Bronze Roses being located in a forest nearby Thunder Tree City. And that must be the forest that he's referencing. Okay, well, I guess we should just go to that forest and try to find a legendary item there. My best guess is that the Grass Cornet is likely in that forest. Well, let's give it a shot then. Is, is there anything else we need to know before before we leave? Um, well, there's nothing you need to necessarily know besides the fact that the, the the bad guys effectively are sending people to find these items as well, so you're likely to come across some of them, which I think you already have. Okay, so we should just be ready to maybe uh, throw some hands if necessary. But other than that, it's kind of it seems like our work is pretty much cut out for us. It's a straightforward thing. Try to find the items if you can. Don't worry if you can't. Even if a lead is all you've got, that's still more than what we have so far. All right. Well, yeah, let's do our best, uh, sir. How do we, how do we get in, in touch with, with you if we need it? Just cast your thoughts out. Psychic powers, you know. Right, right, because you're a psychic type. Okay. Well, thank you, Mr. Uh, Bossman, so, sir, but... Uh, uh, two more things. Oh, two more things. Okay. Uh, you will definitely like one of them. You might not like the other one, but uh, you'll definitely like one of them. Uh, and he gives you guys both a bag, and if you open up the bag, you see inside, A, it's a sort of backpack thing. So uh, now, out of game, you are now able to hold multiple items. You don't, you aren't stuck to just... Your Yo, we have a backpack! One. Yay! Thank you so much, sir. Yep, uh, so you guys are able to hold a bag, and inside, you see 5,000 poke. Wow! I also never asked, what is the... I assume we just split it between us, so 2,500 each. No, no each, each bag. individually each... have it. Oh, wow. Uh, On top of the 500 we picked up in the forest. I never really asked, but, like, like, how much poke is considered, like, a lot of poke? Um, let's see. Like, for, like, what, like how much does, like, a bag of chips cost in poke? Uh, probably, like, one. Okay. And then, like... What about like a what about like a like a like a fancy dinner at a fancy restaurant? Uh, seventy-five, a hundred. Uh, actually, I can think of that if you give me just a second. There's something in here that I can equate to a fancy dinner. Okay, just give me a like second. an item that you can equate. There is an item that's effectively fancy dinner. The mega donut. <laughs> uh, so okay, so the apple costs normally around a hundred. So think of that as like a, a meal, and then the uh, perfect apple is sixteen hundred. So that would be, you eat that and you're not hungry for like a day. So think of it like that. Okay, so like five thousand poke isn't like a lot of money, but it's like a good it's like a good amount. It's your good starter kit. Okay. Okay. Cool. All right. Um. So there's that, and the second thing is, uh, as you know, there might be a spy. So be careful, and. Don't uh, die. Yeah, don't do that. Okay. Okay. All right. Are you guys uh, ready to go back? 
I think so, yeah. Uh, um, do, do, should, should we tell, what, what, do, should, do our parents know that we're, that we're leaving, that we're going, that, that, what should we tell them? Well, don't tell them that you're in the recruits, that's obviously not the best idea. Um, tell them that you're going for your guilds. Um, actually, go ahead and tell them that you're in the Bronze Roses, I have a friend there that'll, uh, vouch for you if you need. Okay. Okay. And the bronze roses were located where exactly again? Uh, they're in the forest right near Thundertree City. So it's about uh, a day's journey if you go down south. So it lines up pretty much perfectly with what we were, what we're doing anyway. Yeah, the forest is right around there, so you won't have to travel too far from the bronze roses. Okay. All right, guys. Um, is that everything? Yeah. Thank you so much, Mr. Bossman. We'll do our best. Uh, um, how how do we how do we leave here? Uh, we don't know how to we don't know how we got in to this realm, the legendary realm. He kind he kind of smiles and says, "What do you mean, got here? You never left." And then you open your eyes, you you blink, and you're back in the classroom. But it's just you two. Okay, I really like him, but I don't like how he speaks in these weird haiku riddles. Okay, it's very confusing. Uh, um, um, Ra- Ralph, he doesn't speak in haikus. Haikus are, are poems that are that are three lines in length. Um, they have five syllables in the first and third lines, and seven syllables in the middle line. If you paid attention in class, you might know he wasn't speaking in haikus, and he wasn't really giving us riddles either, uh, because he was saying everything pretty. He wasn't saying things straightforward, but he wasn't know. Like, giving them like a puzzle. He was just like kind of stating things. He wasn't really giving a riddle. He kind of just fully explained everything. No, but this weird like you're both everywhere and nowhere, and you're in the past, present, and the future. I didn't understand any of that, but whatever. It's it's cool. It's it's fine. Let's just get going. Okay. Um. So, uh, at this point, I'm guessing it's like sometime in the. It's only been like a few hours since they met up that morning. It's like sometime in the afternoon, right? Uh, yeah, so the the time it took for you to go and have your meeting was about a second, so it's almost, the clock has barely moved. And, like, the time between when we, like, met, oh, it's, it, it's like, noon. Uh, so I think... What time did we, we met up at, like, is, 10? We met up at 10, yeah. So it's, like, it's, like, 11 latest. Probably. Uh, Ralph, can you roll a, uh, let me think, uh, roll, what was it, what was it? Uh, roll beauty for wisdom check. Okay. Seven. This is the closest I can think. Okay, so, uh, a seven does not work. Um, you, you hear a voice in your head, and it's, and all you hear is, You know, Ralph, I heard that. What? <laughs> oh my god! Mr. Bossman, you're in my head! What did, what did he say? He said I heard, he said he heard me. And Ralph is the only one that hears this, so Kyle doesn't hear this. Yeah. But Ralph, basically, all you just hear, well, if you want me to speak in haikus, I'll, I'll be sure to plan some next time. And then he cuts off. No, that wasn't what I. That wasn't okay. He's gone. What is he saying? What did he hear? What was he doing? He said that if he like, if he wants me to speak in haikus, he'll prepare some for next time. And I was wanted to clarify that's not what I. And then he st- and then he cut me off. So. Yeah. Uh, oh. Um. Yeah, I guess we gotta watch what we say then. I guess. I love Mr. Bossman. I think he's so great. I don't think he'll appreciate pandering. Okay, well, in that case, let's just get to the forest and let's just get this done so that we can save well, the world. Well, I, I, I think I, think I, I, I want to go home um, and kind of, you know, get my stuff and get ready to go. What about... What about I meet you at your house bright and early tomorrow morning, and okay. we go. Okay, sounds that good way to we me. Don't have to travel overnight. Yeah. Okay, so uh, you guys separate to go on your own paths, I suppose. Mm-hmm. In Did case you, you didn't again? hear, yeah, Mazor, you kind of jumbled, but he said, "Yeah, I'm pretty sure." I said, mm-hmm. "Yeah." Okay. Um. So you guys go your separate ways. Uh, both of you roll a perception check. So perception uh, is. <laughs> Got a natural one. Ooh, ooh, 11. <laughs> okay. Uh, Ralph, uh, as you walk out, you slam your head on a telephone pole type thing. Ow. Just so flustered. 
Yeah, you're just you're just that confused by the powers of Mr. Bossman. <laughs> Mr. Bossman. Um, on the other hand, Kyle, uh, what remind you again what you rolled? I rolled an eleven. An eleven, so that's a mixed success. All right. Um, you sense that there's somebody watching you again, and you are a hundred percent sure it is not Isaac. Uh, Kyle. Kyle is, is he's gonna Kyle's gonna kind of do that thing like. The same kind of thing he did when he first, uh, when when he first uh, was like getting the the weird vibe of being watched, where he's just gonna kind of like kind of slow his gait and kind of you know be hyper attentive to kind of anything nearby. All right, uh, roll another uh, beauty though. Oh, sad. Wait. Uh, you said 15 and up is full success? 15 and up is full success. Modifiers and minus one, baby. Okay, so you're still good. Um, so you don't hear any steps, but you hear wings flapping. Kyle, like, very slowly, like, rolls his eyes and turns to look upwards. Like, he's, he's trying to be okay. really, really sneaky about it so that he doesn't scare off whoever's watching. Okay, so if you're trying to be sneaky, you're going to have to roll a cool. <laughs> I set it up for that plus one modifier, baby. Hey. Oh, only a 13, though. Uh, so 13, that's after the modifier? Yeah. Okay, Um, so that's a mixed success, which means you're able to do it, but it costs something. So uh, you look up, and you see that good old Skarmory from before flying over you, but he sees you and flies away. It's the same one? It's the same one. You can tell because its beak is still smashed from when Kyle or when Ralph knocked it out of place. Uh, Kyle at this point is going to very like he's going to take like a different route than he would normally take to get home, um, but like he's he's going to like very quickly like scurry home in this very like zigzaggy kind of pattern. Okay, uh, you hit home, and Ralph, uh, after slamming into that telephone pole, um, you continue walking, and. Uh, I want you to... Let's see. Yeah, roll a beauty as well. Okay. A nine. Okay. Uh, so that's a fail, which means uh, you walk home and you don't feel anything. Nothing's happening. You walk home, your nose is kind of hurting from hitting that pole. Beside that, nothing happens. And you head on inside your house. And your mom is there cleaning some dishes or stuff like that. Hey, Mom. I'm home. Uh... I joined a guild. Really? Yeah. What guild did you join? I joined um, the Bronze Roses. The Bronze? Wow. That's impressive. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you so much, Mom. I, uh, I'm really excited to be a part of it. Um, they're actually assigning me to go into the forest, um, kind of an hour's away from town. So Cal and I are actually going to go uh, tomorrow and... It'll take a day to get there, at least. Maybe more to actually be in that area. Um, I hope that's okay. Oh, oh, you're leaving already? Oh, but then I, I can't give you... And she goes off to, like, a like a secret area. And the secret area, if you remember from previous years, is always the place that she hides her birthday gifts and everything like that. Um, and you know it by now, but you still you still pretend like you don't. Okay. Uh, and she goes there and comes back out. And she has a little bag for you, like a little, like, uh, going away present bag thing. Oh, mom, what's this? Well, um, so, uh, when you, when you said that you were- And uh, to be honest, I don't actually remember her voice, which is why I'm going to my default mom voice. That's fine. Uh, well, uh, you, you so, um, when, when you said that you were going to the guilds and you passed the tryout, I got so excited that I, uh, I went to the store and got you a few things. And hopefully, uh, this can help you on your journey. Uh, thanks, Mom. Thank you so much. Uh, what's inside the bag? Okay, so inside the bag, uh, and it's more like a gift bag, not like a backpack, so. Uh, inside the bag, you see a blast seed. Blast seed? You see a blast seed, and all of these you can add to your backpack inventory thing. Yep. Uh, so there is one blast seed, one apple. Cool. Uh, one Orinberry. I spell Orin. A. O R A N. O R A N berry. Okay. And uh, and one Pekka berry. So P E C H A. 
Hecaberry. Cool. Yep. Oh, thanks, Mom. I, I'm. I really. I'm gonna use him. I'm gonna use him. Thank you so much. And she gives you a big hug and kind of sends you on your way to your room. Okay. And I go upstairs and I go to bed. I mean, it's it's noon. Remember that. Oh, then I go upstairs and I play video games. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna go ahead and play uh, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon: Explorers of Sky. Cough, cough, wink. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we jump back to Kyle, who has taken the long way home. Uh, Kyle, uh, you head inside, and uh, your dad seems to be sitting there uh, watching some television. Mom doesn't seem to be there. Sister doesn't seem to be there. So they're probably upstairs. Hey, hey, Dad. Uh, 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 so. Uh, remember how uh, we we uh, I tried out for for the guilds. Yep. Yeah, I remember that. Um. Well. Uh. So they. Uh, there, there's a guild that wants me to to come down and kind of meet with them and and see kind of what 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 I what what else I need to do if if I want to join. Oh. Um, so my so boy's growing up. To, he starts crying again. <laughs> Dad, dad, yo, don't, don't, don't cry. I'm just so proud of you. Thanks, Dad. Uh, uh, I, 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 I just want to tell you, I, I'm leaving tomorrow, and uh, uh, I don't know because I might like join straight away. I don't know, um, so I, I, I don't know how long I'm gonna be done. Well, then, 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 just wait right there, and he goes off to his room. And comes back with a small gift bag. Yeah, you didn't have to. Nope, I, I have to. I have to do this for my son. Because without this, he's going to be stuck out there. I know you've got that boy Ralph with you, but listen. we, we I'm going to give you the right stuff. And then he gives you the gift bag. <laughs> Alright, all right. Kyle's going to open it up and kind of peruse through and see what his dad's given him. Okay, so uh, all of this stuff is adding to your backpack inventory. Yup. Okay, so you see a chestnut, a gre- a, sorry, a grass gummy. Oh, yes. That's a good gummy stuff right Gummy spelled there. with an I. Yup. And a rawstberry. R-A-W-S-T. I know what that is. Beautiful. That's what's oh, in the back. Oh, 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 thanks, Dad. Uh, you, you didn't have to. Now I'm doing this on one situation, that you go out there and you do your best, understand? Uh, okay, Dad, I'll, I'll try. And he starts crying again, oh my boy, oh my gosh, he's gonna grow up to be the best person ever and I'm just gonna sit here and, and say, that's my kid, that's my kid, you know, and starts <laughs> Kyle, 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 as soon as his dad kind of starts crying again and starts like kind of monologuing, Kyle just like reaches over, hands his dad a tissue, and then just like walks up to his room. Okay. Uh, what do you plan on doing for the rest of the day? The, Kyle is spooked because he saw that skarmory, so he would have gone out and drawn, but uh, he's just gonna kind of stay inside and kind of doodle and you know just kind of waste away the day and sleep kind of early so he can get up and be good to go. Okay. And on that note, we will end this episode. Oh, we're on the brink, brink of an adventure. This is it, guys. Arc 1 is beginning with a very slow bang. Oh, yeah, this is definitely a very nice slow burn right here. Yep. All right, cool. With that said, uh, thank you very much for listening. I have no idea how long this is going to be uh, after editing because a good half an hour of this was before we actually started talking, so... Yeah, no, I, I like tabbed over to the thing and saw an hour 40 and I was like, hold on, <laughs> that's a long episode. I'm fairly certain if you're listening right now and this thing is an hour 40, uh, somebody, namely me, probably made a mistake, so. <laughs> if you're if you're listening to this right now and it was an hour and 40 minutes long and you listened on anything less than 10 times speed, um, thank you. <laughs> and we're sorry. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Alright, uh, with that said, uh, I have been your GM, your PM, your DM, Anaru. I'm Ansor, playing Ralph. And I'm Muhammad. I've been playing Kyle. Thank you very much for listening, and until next time, ladies and gentlemen, take care. How does Verizon 
Verizon sound. Verizon. <laughs> <laughs> this episode of Not a Scratch is sponsored by Verizon. No, we're not sponsored. <laughs> Verizon. How does Verizon the Verizon sound? What's a Verizon? Let's just go with I have absolutely no idea. We're, but how about Verizon? <laughs> This whole bit's blooper reel right here. 